you know the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k24 myself Mamutsi, alongside me is always the one the only mr bj armstrong bj how you been brother real name no gimmicks well it's all good it's all good the holidays is upon us we're here we're celebrating i got the full house i got all of the kids back blessed blessed yes yes so it's all good and uh happy holidays to everyone and um now let's talk a little basketball yeah you got the full house i've got the empty house it's just me and the nba that's it (laughs) that's it that's how we live in that's how we live in wholesome um but you know we just uh, had the news that the knicks have applied for a disabled player exception which is where a team can get more money as mitchell robinson will reportedly miss the rest of the season which oh, wow. is a huge blow for the new york knicks and a huge blow for mitchell robinson because in my opinion he was putting together a run for defensive player of the year with what he was doing and the way he was playing so on today's episode bj 25 games in we previewed it a little bit yesterday we're going to have some super early awards. Who's leading the races? So I think that's a good place to jump off right now with Defensive Player of the Year. Who is the Defensive Player of the Year so far this season? Well, you know, what comes to mind to me immediately is the stellar play and the consistent play of the Minnesota Timberwolves. And that is led by none other than Rudy Gobert and what he's been able to do this year on the defensive end. You know, you can talk about Caruso, you know, you could talk about, I thought Mitchell Robinson was, you know, he was beginning to really, you could see his impact, especially on the defensive end. However, if you were to ask me today, Rudy Gobert to me stands out of, of what he has done for his team. They've been what one and two seems like uh, on the top of the West yep. for the entire season for a majority of that time. And it's all started with Rudy Gobert. Now, there was a lot of talk last year about the trade and what they gave up from them. But I think you can see when they are healthy what this team could become. And, you know, one of the things that really stood out to me in these first 25 games is when you have a player that dominates at a position, suddenly the rest of the league takes notice and they know they have to counter that. And we mm-hmm. lived in the small ball era with the Warriors, and that's well documented in what they, what, they, what they were able to do. You know, I've been saying this for a number of years, but it's finally come to, to the forefront. When one of these bigs were able, when one of these bigs was able to play in the small ball era, like Jokic, you can't play small ball versus him. Mm-hmm. Now he's him and Joel Embiid, they're very capable of playing against small ball. He will put up historical numbers if you play small ball versus him. Mm-hmm. He's going <laughs> to eat good. He, he, he eats anyway, but if you play <clears throat> small ball versus him. Well, that's a buffet. That's yes, a buffet. He, okay. And I think the rest of the league, in particular, Rudy Gobert and Carl Towns, they owe the way the game is being played now because of Jokic. Because team Jokic, is loading up on bigs. But bigs. So loading up on bigs. And the reason I say that, Mo, is if you watch the NBA now, I've seen more mid-range shots in the first 25 games than I can remember seeing in a long time. Maybe in about 10 years or so. Because, and- because teams were just shooting threes. 
getting to, you know, trying to get to the basket or get to the free throw line. Now, Mo, you're seeing teams do things I haven't seen in a long time, which is curls to mid-range shots. And they're doing it. They normally were just doing it in the in the in the in the in the postseason, in the playoffs, but now they're doing it in the regular season. And and that is because of Jokic. And, and interestingly, just to add to what you're saying, the general manager of the Timberwolves who put this team together, Tim Connolly, used to be the general manager of yeah, it, it's, the yes. Denver Nuggets, the Jokic's so, team. So Jokic and Embiid in particular, right? Those guys have been the last three MVPs. They've changed the mindset because if Embiid wins it, you're going to have to load up on how to defend these bigs. Everyone has already come to this conclusion. Jokic is going to be here. Mm -hmm. And if you can't, and what we know is I don't care what kind of small ball you play, you can't play small ball versus him. So I think what you're seeing with the Rudy Gobert and Carl Towns, they're the first team that was already in place. And you made a really good point. Well, I didn't even think about it, you know, but they were the first team to play. Now, obviously you got to be able to adapt, you know, Jokic, can play big, and he can play small. I don't know if that is the case with the Minnesota Timberwolves. It is yet to be proven. However, you could see, Mo, the effect that they're having on the game and the way it's played, and give them credit for they are, in my opinion, they're ahead of the curve now because mm -hmm. that's the thing that really stood out to me in the first yeah. 25 And games. we see Milwaukee playing with the double bigs as well with Brook Lopez yes. and Giannis. But, you know, mentioning Giannis, mentioning Embiid and Jokic, those are MVP caliber players. We're going to talk about MVP, but just on Defense Player of the Year, Anthony Davis is also a name that I think should be in consideration. Yes, I, I agree um, with that. He's played some that. unbelievable defense so far, and his versatility and everything he does on that side of the floor has been fantastic. And he's been largely on the court, you know, without missing too many games. So right. um, shout out to Anthony Davis. There's a whole bunch of guys. Like I said, it's early in the season. So we've got a lot more time and a lot more basketball to play. But speaking of MVP, BJ, who is your MVP right now? Woo! You know, Mo, I, I, I don't want to bail out on you, but it's really, I don't think there's any one player that is just really... You know, I, you know, Anthony Edwards, for instance, I know I thought he had a run, you know, our guy there in Boston, you know, you got to, you know, talk a little bit about. There's, there's lots of names. You got to talk about uh, Luka Doncic. You got to talk about Luka. Giannis. But do you know who for me? And, yeah. Yeah. I, right I, now, I, I would I, give my vote to. What you say? Anthony Davis? No. <laughs> PJ, you know me better than that. Come on. <laughs> who would you say? Shea just Alexander. Shea is in the there. OKC I, I, Thunder are second in the West. No one expected yeah. them to be this good. He's putting up 30.7 points, 5.7 boards, 6.4 assists, and 2.8 steals per game. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. Mo. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying he will win MVP. Right. I'm just saying, tell me why he shouldn't be yeah. considered. There, there, there are a number of players. Okay. It's like everyone is all. Jokic, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Anthony Edwards, Shea Alexander, everyone's in this race, okay? However, you're, we're all waiting here. You know, after one game, you know, talking about our guy down in Memphis, John Morant, what a game. 
what a game man i was so mad that we recorded that show before the games because the first quarter was very slow for him and then we started taping and then he had a crazy second half and the game winner and then we had an all-time Celtics meltdown which i'm actually very glad we didn't talk about because i was mad i turned my phone off last night just in case you were gonna ring me so we ain't gonna talk about that um Yeah, so I mean, I, he had a slow, and I was like, oh, okay, that's that's about right. You know, he's coming back, da da da. And then the second half, wow, he just he showed you why he is yep. that level of talent. So, but you could see that it was taking its toll. I wouldn't expect him to do that every night until he gets his right. win back under him. But yes. um, one player I've not mentioned here, an MVP who's been putting up insane numbers, is Joel Embiid. Um, because he puts up crazy numbers. He's a great player. I'm not taking anything away from him. But man, the, the free throws and the foul baiting and the flopping, I just couldn't give an MVP award to a player that plays the game like that. It makes me sick. He had a, what did he have, like 40, 50 points against the Timberwolves just now? Right. And right. if you look at the foul calls, especially early in the game, Go- Gobert Towns picked up fouls early in the game on nothing calls. Right. And I'm like, bro, come on, man. You're way too big to be flopping around like this. Right, 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 um, right. So you can call me a hater. You can call me what you want, but I ain't, I ain't giving an MVP to Embiid. I don't care. He had that five-game stretch where he averaged near 50 points, two games against the Wizards and the Hornets and, and the Pistons. Well done. Well done. I ain't going there with that. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to see him with the MVP. I ain't going to lie. I ain't gonna lie, I'm just yeah, keep it 100 yeah. with you, B. You say you gonna keep it 100? Okay. I'll keep all it all right. the way at 100. I'll keep it 99 plus one. Come on. Um, oh, rookie of the year. A lot of people thought this would be a two horse race. And as great as Hamie Hackers has played for Miami, um, it has been a two horse race with Wemby and Chet, who has the edge so far this season. I, 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 listen, I, I, I love what Chet is doing. Chet is playing terrific basketball. However, this kid, Wembenyama. He's to me. He's the he's the rookie of the year. Now I think it separates people who watch the games from people who look at the records and the box scores and whatnot. Because the Spurs have lost a bunch of games, but I watch the Spurs games and I get so mad. The amount of times he's open for easy dunks, he's open in the paint. He's got a mismatch, and they just don't get the ball to him, especially late in games. It's been driving me crazy, and I just feel like. If they switch situations, right? And I'm not What's taking situation? anything away from Chet. If they switch teams, Chet and Webby yeah. switch teams. Oh, okay. No, he no, wouldn't no, be no, the second seed. They'd be the runaway first seed in the West. Yeah, well, and that's with all respect to Chet. Yes, no, no. Chet is a phenomenal player. Probably any other year, he's probably rookie of the year. However, when you watch this kid Wimbyama, and you are right, Mo, they are losing, but you see. I mean, Mo, you when you when they upgrade their point guard position just with one player who can play downhill, it's over. Mo, it's it's it's, it's over. Okay, and mm-hmm. and I get the experiment what they're doing, and I get it. You're right. You're developing the players. You're developing to see such and such and such and such and all the things they're doing down there. I get it. Like I w- I was just down in Orlando and I spent time with the entire staff down of San Antonio. By the way, I would just happen to see those guys and. They were kind enough to let me come into their one of their meetings, right? And when I say one of their meetings, they were just finishing up and I would just happen to be going by. And so I had a chance to say hello to everyone. Mo, they they have, I mean, that kid is a star. Mm-hmm. And you better beat him now, Mo. <laughs> if you go to beat San Antonio, I'm telling everyone, beat them now. Because, Mo, once they start putting the other four players around them, what they're, what they're going to do in their bench, 
Well, they're going to be sensational. And uh, and I think the kid, Wimbenyama, is, wow. If he was playing with Shea Alexander, I don't even think it would be fair. <laughs> uh, right I now, mean, Mo, I, and I can I say mean, that right now. And, and, like, to be fair to Chet, though, he had that game. He had, like, those two games where he blocked 15 shots in two nights. He had a couple of 30 pieces. Like, he's been playing crazy basketball Chet has as well. been unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. Like, Chet is unbelievable. I mean, listen, I'm not taking anything away from Chet. Chet is unbelievable. I am a huge Chet fan. I, I love what he does. I love what he plays. The kid, and he plays winning basketball. Okay? But sometime, Mo, you'll just see something that you haven't seen before. That's <laughs> Wimbenyama. You just haven't... When you watch him, you're watching something you say, I'm just going to watch because he's going to do something that we just, we've never seen before. <laughs> and that... That game he had against the Lakers just the other the other was it last week I believe. Yep. And uh, I mean Mo week. like Anthony Davis, you better beat up on him right now mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. he puts on ten extra pounds, there's nothing we're going to be able to do with him. I mean he is really that good. So yeah. uh, and, but and I it's also AD was using guy. a lot of like kind of veteran moves down low in the post with those face ups. And once Wemby has that experience, you, good luck. You better you better beat him now. Beat him now. <laughs> Who is the most improved player for you this season? Most improved. Because before the season, I said it would be Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> and it's been Tyrese Maxey. But there's a lot of guys. I think you know, Scotty Barnes has done a great job improving. Especially Hall- I, I would say Halliburton. I would say Halliburton has probably been, you know, he's been the player Offensively. Yeah, well. Defensively, there's a. <laughs> a long way yes. to improve. Uh, but he has been a player. I mean, he's really, he's shown flashes more where he's jumped into the superstar realm. So he's, you know, he's made a jump. And if, if a player that's really stood out to me this year, it's been Halliburton. Uh, you can say Tyrese Maxey. Um, but I would say Shangun as well. Deserves some love. Shengu- yes. You know who's really impressed me? Not the whole season, but just recently. Since the day I came on here and had a rant about the Chicago Bulls, and I said, I said, Patrick Williams ain't turning into a star. Man, Kobe I like ain't turning into a star. a star. Kobe White has been balling out ever since that episode. He's been putting up yeah. damn near 25 yeah. a night ever I, since uh, that episode. He's been playing fantastic basketball. So I wanted yeah. to shout him out as well. You know, um, shout out to the Chicago Bulls. They're playing a much, I don't know what's going on there. You know, you take a player out like Zach Levine and, you know, he's an all-star and, and clearly we know he's very talented, but they're better as a team. It's it's uh, it's it's one of the wildest things. You're like, well, you're, when you take out a player get, of, of that magnitude, the other guys get more touches, they get more reps, you know, they, they, they kind of like, think about it. You take Zach Levine out the, the lineup, now Kobe White is getting more shots than he would if Zach Levine was there taking those shots and he's getting more touches than he would if Zach Levine was was taking those touches so yes it gives those guys opportunities to shine a little bit um but we all know how much um depth is important in making a championship run so who is the sixth man of the year for you so far sixth man of the year i got some names i can float for you hey give me some names give me some names emmanuel quickly of the knicks yeah Cole anthony of the magic nas reed Tim Hardaway Jr. for Dallas before Kyrie's injury coming off that bench. Uh, for me, I think Austin Reeves will probably end up winning this award. Austin Reeves has been fascinating. Especially I, I'm going like, to say, I'm going to say, he went from being this, a starter to accepting that bench. Who won it last year? Did quickly win it last year or no? 
who won it last? Was it Brogdon who won it last year? I think it was Brogdon. I'm going to say Emmanuel quickly. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to say quickly. I, you, you know, when you, that, he came to mind um, when you when you initially asked the question, I'm going to say quickly. Quick, quickly has I'm going to give him for his body of work. Like mm-hmm. he's been, he's been like a you know he's been an extended starter to me for like the last two or three years now. I don't even look at him as a bench player. I look at him as an extended starter. Well, that's what all the, that's what happens to all the great six men. Yeah, yeah. He looks like it. Like, so, like Manu Ginobili, how many six man of the years does he win? But everyone knew he was a starting player. Yeah, I think he, you know, he's mastered that art. So I'm gonna say quickly, because I don't want to take it for granted what he's doing, because he's really settled into that role. And you know, most players want to start, but quickly has figured out his role on this team. And um I think he we he will if he ever gets to free agency. I think he will be highly highly pursued by other teams in the league. Mm. Coach of the year, BJ. Who's been the best coach so far? Anyone oh. except for Joe Mazzula. Well, you got to say Minnesota. We have um, Chris Finch. Chris Finch up there. Um. I think you know, lately, you get, know, lately who I've been, you know, who, who's really come to mind can, for me. Can I guess? Yes. The guy I'm talking about, Ty Lue of the Clippers. Getting that Ty experiment Lue. to work and everyone's a mesh and everyone's a buy in. Yes, Russ coming I, off the bench now after being a star. Hey, hey. And especially how bad that started. And then he's managed to figure things I, out. With I, 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 I can't wait to see Ty Lue after the season, Coach Ty Lue. <laughs> because. I mean, you talking about having to pivot quickly, but you know who else? You know who Jamal else? Mosley. Jamal Mosley. Jamal Jamal Mosley to me for Is sure. Is that who you're gonna say? There. No, I. You, you know who's gonna say? say? Billy Donovan. Oh, I mean, I, I, to win I, coach I, of the year, you got to be better than eleventh. Um, hey, hey, like I said, they looked like they were just about ready, voted. <laughs> they had the players only meeting down there in Chicago. Yeah, Mo, Mo, like. like this will, the Bulls this will be a complete win. They were ready to explode. Now, Mo, like, your best player goes out, players only meeting, it looks like it's over. And, Mo, you know what? Like, tonight they had a nice win. They beat the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like, Mo, they are really... They, they were, like, what, 5-14? and 14, And now they yeah. went 7-3 and three in their last 10 games? The games. Yeah. I mean, Mo, that to me is a amazing turnaround. Okay. I think right now, Jamal Mosley, just because... It is Rick Carlisle certainly has done a, t- a terrific job. Yeah, but you can't be uh, coach of the but, year with the worst defense in the NBA. Yes, but he's he's, he's offensively. He's got if play. there was an offensive coach of the year, hundred percent. But I would I would say overall right now, I would say Jamal Mosley and the Orlando Magic. Magic right now, I w- I would say that. I mean, yeah. they they've done a terrific job. Yeah, they've been a big surprise as well. Um, speaking of that, BJ, what has been your biggest surprise of the season? Twenty five games in. Well, my biggest surprise is is no one has separated themselves as the best team in the league. That's been like, but no which one player like, or team has been the biggest surprise for you? Which player has been the biggest surprise? And it could be because they're better, or it could be because they're worse than what we were expecting before the season began. Well, Tyrese Halliburton has been a major surprise for me, not because I didn't think he was good. It was just because. I didn't see him putting this, having been this impactful to the bottom line. I mean, he's really 
I mean, Mo, offensively, he's really, really good. I mean, he pushes the pace. He passes the ball. He passes over the top of the defense. And he can run a team. And, you know, I saw that young man play in, in college. I've always liked him, but I didn't see this. Okay. I, di I, di I didn't. I, I don't know if anyone else said they saw this. I didn't see it. So he's been probably the biggest surprise for me is saying, okay, here's a star player. Because he's clearly more pretty. He's really good. Uh, the team that's been, I mean, Mo, I, I look at the Orlando Magic and I just, it's another one. I didn't, I mean, Mo, one time I looked in the standings and they were like in second place. They were second place, yeah. <laughs> and they, they could were. be back there. Like, it's a close yes. one. Um, the team that's been really disappointing to me because I had expectations with this team has been the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, but that's injuries has taken a big toll on that. I, I, injuries are part of the game and it, and things happen, whether Do you it's know injuries the, or whatever. The, the biggest disappointment for me, and you ain't going to like this one. What was that? Your Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Because in the offseason, yeah. we were talking about, man, Cade's coming back. Jalen Duran's got a year under his belt. Osar uh, yeah. Thompson's going to be really good. Jalen Ivey had a great end to his rookie year. And they right. managed to win more than two games. Two games. Yeah. More than no, two games. It's mind-blowing. They're 2-25. and 25. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing to me. Yeah, it really is. Um, I didn't expect them to be where they where they currently are. I didn't expect that. No, but I expected at least five wins in the first 25 games. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's it's, at it's, least. it's it's been painful to watch my my Pistons. As you know, I, I, I mean, I'm a Pistons fan through and through. So it's been painful to watch. Um, but I wasn't expecting them to be like Orlando or whatever, but I didn't expect this either. Um, but the Orlando Magic, well, I, I was, I've been like, wow, Jamal Mosley, this kid, Paulo Bonchero, the Wagner brothers, Cole, Ant Cole Anthony, you know, Jalen Suggs. I mean, these guys have really put together a really nice, you know, quarter of the season thus far. And I think they're going to be, they're going to be a problem. I think those guys have solidified themselves of saying they're core pieces. I think you got to commit to those guys. And remember, Markel Fultz hasn't even been playing. Mm. Okay. I really like what they're doing down there. Um, they're playing well at home. They're establishing that, you know, they're, they're going to be a problem and they're only going to get better. So, um, but the Magic have been the surprise team for me. Do you know what else is only going to get better? Who's this? The Hoop Genius Podcast. Absolutely. So absolutely. make sure that you subscribe to the show right now. YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Christmas is coming up. If you want to give us a Christmas gift, then you can leave us a five-star review. Leave us a nice review in the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app. And that would be beautiful. Just leave us that five stars. Let us know. Uh, let the people know when they're browsing podcasts why they should come and rock with us and join the family over here that we're building. Because we're going to get bigger and better. 2024 is around the corner. Woo! 2024. Been... How about that? BJ, you know what's crazy? Yesterday's episode was our 400th episode. And we didn't even notice. Wow. 400. 400 and counting. You know 400. what? 100. You're a good man, Mo. Appreciate you. I appreciate let's you, get, my brother. Yeah, let's get 400 more. And we appreciate you for listening facts that's the most important part we appreciate all of you guys so make sure you're subscribed locked in tell your friends to come and rock with us too and until next time get buckets